Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. I'm going to share with you Awake and Listening. Mark's just going to pull it up because I've pressed the wrong button. And um, this is our new series. And what we really feel like um, since we've come out of um, the season of lockdown is that God has been speaking to us as your pastors um, prophetically about what He's wanting to do in this church. Now, we're about to be 10 years old this year around, um, there's always a bit of sketchiness around the date, but um, somewhere around um, August, to November, we birthed this church. Mark's pretty good with the dates. Um, But we're coming up to 10 years. We're probably not going to celebrate it till next year. But um, we're at a real, you know, it's a really significant moment for us as a church. When you plant a church, viability is such an important part because it takes a while to get something that's a baby to something that can be like a toddler and actually begin to live on its own. And so we're just... We're at that season, and I know many of you have heard me talk about um, at the beginning, at the end of last year, about how God has really matured us, and we've no longer in that tiny infant stage as a church, but we're really beginning to get some legs. And a part of that is um, over sabbatical, Mark and I had half of our sabbatical, which was really great, and um, and the Ryan and Briley were doing such an incredible job running this place with a great crew of people, but um, we really wanted to go away and seek the face of God for the next 10 years. What does it look like for us here? And um, what is the mission and the purpose and the call on our church? And we were actually just about to put the kids back into school and really pursue that when we came back to lockdown. But God is good because He doesn't need circumstances to align to get His Word across. He doesn't need us to have all of the A plus a B so that we can get the C. He's like, I'll speak to you any which way and let you know. So we've just been really starting to feel the voice of the Lord. And these series for us are very prophetic of what we feel God is wanting us to do. And so we've been through new wine and we felt like the vo- felt like God was saying he's going to pour out new wine here in our church, here in our community and across um, our nation. But there is a great conclusion across many great men and women of God that across the the world today, God is doing a new thing. He is pouring out new wine. Now we know this is part of the nature of who God is, is that He's not reactive and He's not reacting to what is happening, but He has something prepared for this season on the earth today. So it is no surprise to us that there is new wine and a new move about to come. And after we came to the end of that series, we felt like um, Father wanted the next series to be Awake and Listening that it's all good if he's going to pour out new wine, but if people aren't awake and listening to what he is wanting to do on the earth today, we're not going to see the fruit of what the new wine can bring. And so we're beginning to just speak into that. You may find as you've been on this journey with us for a long time that there is a bit more of... um, 
focus on the prophetic coming through in our church. And we just believe that that is the season God wants us in, is to release the prophetic word amongst us as a church every week. And as we're doing that and the prophetic word falls into the atmosphere, it's going to settle into your heart in different areas. And that God is going to call you forth into a season of fruitfulness and a season of working to see the new wine poured out on earth. We need to be awoken. There is an awakening invitation coming your way today. Jesus is doing a new thing on the earth and we need to awaken to see what his voice will speak to us and show us. We are the sleeping body of Jesus here on the earth today and the alarm has been set and it's about to go off. As I was writing this sermon, um, I just felt like God gave me this vision of the church and the church is, uh, you know, it's enormous. It's like a body lying on a bed, a beautiful bed, and it's sleeping and alongside of it is a side table and on that side table is nothing else but a clock it's not like an alarm clock that I've seen in the natural it's like an alarm clock that was in the spiritual and what's inside of the alarm clock is a whole lot of dates that have been programmed since the beginning of time and the body of Christ sleeps by the alarm clock because it needs to be alert and awoken to these different points in time when God is going to do something new and something significant. Now, the the great thing about Father is that, like I said before, he's not reactive, but he knew before all time what these dates were. He knew before all time what all of humanity was about to walk through. So these have been pre-programmed. When you hear us, and Mark was speaking about that this morning, um, seeds and being in the ground for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, it's like As a believer, there is so much that's been happening, but God only wakes you up to it when you're ready to see it. He only shows it to you when he wants you to engage it. So there's this alarm clock and it's about to go off and it's about to go off with the new wine. But the church, which is the body of Christ, which is lying in bed, is about to awaken and get up and start moving. The alarm has been set by the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit a long time ago to go off at this date and time. And it's meant to awaken the church, and we don't want to hit the snooze button and go back to sleep. We don't want to be tuned into the world's frequency. We want to be tuned into heaven's frequency. The church is about to rise and get out of bed and begin to serve the world serve the nations, serve the communities in it with the love of the Lord Jesus and the authentic presence of the Holy Spirit. Your life, if you are listening, is about to be set ablaze for Jesus, filled with a new wine, which is a fragrance of heaven, and Jesus is about to release us into the community to be salt and light. Jesus is awakening those whose faith has fallen asleep, Perhaps you've just fallen dormant. Perhaps you're buried under the busyness and the loudness of the kingdom of this world. But he is calling out to you today and he wants you to wake up to his voice. 
He's calling out like a voice in the wilderness, as he did when he called to Isaiah and John the Baptist, saying, Awake and prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert, in the wastelands of humanity, a highway for him. Awake, O sleepy city, you who slumber at its gates. Awaken and hear the voice of the Lord. Arise and prepare a way for me. Do you not see and do you not hear my voice? As a son listens to his father, so I call to you today to wake up and hear what my spirit is saying to you. Don't be like those whose hearts have grown hard to me and whose minds have become locked up with religion. Like those who chase the idols of prosperity and success and will not hear my voice awakening them to service. I want you to awake and listen to what I'm saying to you today. I'm doing a new thing on the earth. I'm the God of your forefathers. I'm the same God of Isaac, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yet I'm doing a new thing in your midst. Are you awake and are you listening? From generation to generation, I've cried out to my people to awaken and listen to my voice. My spirit is constantly searching for men and women whose lives are laid bare in my presence, whose hands are on the plow, who have not grown weary in doing the faithful work of the Lord, but still to this day stand with the echo of sacrifice and devotion in their heart. Arise and shine. Darkness covers the earth, but the new move of God is about to pierce through that darkness. I'm about to mobilize through my spirit, my church, into the community as light is meant to live in the darkness. Like my voice calling to Samuel in the darkness, my voice will awaken, from, will awaken many from their dark sleep. The Holy Spirit is speaking of his move through words, visions, and encounters. And it's time for your spirit to awaken and listen. The world needs the fresh breath of the Spirit breathing on this land. Needs, the world needs the fresh breath of the Spirit breathing in the hearts of people all across the church today. To hear his voice, we must truly desire to know what the Lord is thinking. We must have a desire to inquire and know his thoughts. We must be interested. We must be hungry. We must not be full enough just to hear that a new move is coming, but we must desire to know what is in the mind and what is in the heart of Christ. If you want to know, you will listen. You'll rise to seek time to be with him when he calls you. You will stop what you're doing to answer, letting him know that you are listening. You won't hit the snooze button because you'll be eager to hear what is on, my, on his mind. 1 Samuel 3 verse 4 to 11 says this, Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here am I. And he ran to Eli and said, Here am I. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. My son Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did, did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. 
And a third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times. The Lord stood there, calling just like those other times. Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, See, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. And if you know the story of Samuel and what the Lord was calling Samuel to do was to return his people to the purity of their love and the purity of their service for him. It was about getting rid of that which was not honoring to God and reestablishing his people to be all that God had called them to be. God is calling, there's no doubt about it. Just like he called to Samuel all those days ago, he calls to us by our own name. No doubt about it. But we need to be making sure that we don't think perhaps a prosperity or the grace or that which is in our life is there because of what we're doing when really it's there because of the call of God on our life. About five years, five years ago, Pastor Ryan started to teach and implement into our team through his life experience is that first of all he felt God say I'm a son of God called to do the will of God and everything then falls behind so I'm first the call of God on his life is to pastor at that stage he was running the honey hive and then he did that business but that wasn't who he was his first identity was I'm a child I'm a son of God And it's the same with us. This is who we are. We haven't been created to work. It's just the way it is. We haven't been created. Um, those, Those things that we do support what God is calling us to do. And I know the nature of who God is, is that He has made each and every single one of us with an intention and a destiny of what He'd like us to do, how He'd like us to be His hands and His feet here on the earth. Now, it's not always like we talk about. There's no sacred and secular. There's no, you're called just into the house of God. No, we're called into the community. We're called to be light. We're called to be Jesus amongst our people, and our people are here in Topor. So we have to make sure that we're answering the voice of destiny. We're answering Jesus' voice. And everything we ask that we do supports that purpose for our life. It's the only way to be completely fulfilled in your life anyway. Because we're actually created to do something. And unless we're doing that, we feel incomplete. So the best way to bring wholeness and completeness into our life, fulfillment is to be doing what God has created us to be. And we need to hear His voice and we need to be people who rise and say, speak for I'm listening. Are you interested in what the voice of the Lord is saying to you? Are you interested what is in God's mind? Are you interested in what He sees for our community and how your life is called to play a part in that? Are you interested in how the skills that you have, the studies that you've done, or perhaps the nothing education that you have, He is going to take and use it to be salt, to be light, 
And what light is in the community is that, that we would come into a dark place. And because Christ is in us, and we're in that place, we shed light around it so that people who are in darkness can begin to see light. And Jesus's love is the light of all humanity. As we are light and sold in the community, people's eyes and people's spirits will turn toward Jesus. Amen. It's exciting. We got a board meeting next week. We can't wait. We are just busting with ideas and thoughts, none of which Mark and I can do with our own life, none of which we have time, none of which, even though we would love to avail ourselves to many things that we see God wanting to do through this church, we know that God has called us to stay firmly at the helm of the ship and that that is His call and that is the sacrifice of our life that we would stay here and prepare a way for the destiny and for the call of God that is on your life to come into fruition. That we would be able to partner with what God wants to do with your life in the community. That we would be able to bring around resource and encouragement and a community of people that together we would be able to see Talpo experience the love of Christ. That we would be a family in this place that serves our city with no regard to what we get back for that's not Christ's nature. God doesn't give so that He receives. Christ gives so that people can experience and encounter His love. Once they've experienced and encountered His love, it is up to them and their invitation to give their life wholly to Him or not. And that is, that is their choice. But our choice will always be to serve. Our choice will always be to give the invitation. And in that, God is preparing this church. And we really saw that through the prophetic word this morning. God is preparing this church to be able to cope with the broken coming in. To be able to cope with those coming in that their lives are messy. And they're not living in a way that perhaps we are living. But we're called not to judge, but we're called to disciple. We're called to love them. And through the love of Jesus, He will bring the recorrection and the transformation. But we're called to do it in a new way way, not like yesterday, but like today. And thankfully, thankfully, God has given me parents who have received this type of love in their life. When my mom got saved and walked into church, her life was beyond messy. But she walked into a place where people years invested into her life. She received free counseling, Christian counseling. She received freedom prayer and ministry. She received altar call ministry. She received deliverance. She received discipleship. She received connect group leaders who loved her and embraced her. The whole body working, not in here, but out there, using their giftings and the call of God on their life. And over, not over three months, not over six weeks, but over years, a life was transformed. And as a life was transformed, a generation and a family was changed. And like Mark prophesied today, that God is going to pull out of the, the desolate places 
people and, and places that have known no change. They're stuck in systemic sin and the brokenness of generations to come. God is going to draw them in and begin to do a new work. And I'm here to tell us this morning, we are the new work. We are the new move. We are the new vessels. You and your workplace in the community, as all you hairdressers, all you people who work, work in schools and, and in human contact areas, the new wine the new spirit of God is going to flow into you and it's going to flow out of you and you're going to become sanctuaries of heaven in our community. You're going to become speakers of life, educators and people who are in areas of our community where you're formulating and you're growing things like children or workplaces or adults. God is going to give you a language that is supernatural and you're going to empower and you're going to declare the truth of who God is in a way that it's serves our community in a way that just shows light and gives invitation. Amen. It's exciting, isn't it? Why don't you stand with us, me this morning? We have come this far as a church so we can go the next way. God has brought us this far. It's like He has brought us and we stand before the next season of our life, the next season of who we are as a church. And it's us. We've got almost 500 people on the database, I think, just people. That's just people who call C3 Fuddy Cutter home. Ryan and Briley do such an incredible job looking after that. But the truth is we're an army. The truth is we're a significant people. The truth is we're a tribe, we're, we're a people that God has gathered over the last 10 years and He has gathered us so that He can release us. And you are part of this tribe, you are part of this people, you are part of this tapestry of what God is doing in this city and in this nation. And for some of you, your destiny, that, that part of you that is being interwoven hasn't even been released into other nations yet. We know for a fact that God will send many evangelists and many missionaries out from this house to love people. And I just want you to be on board with us. Mark and I want to extend the invitation to you this morning. We want you to know that you're the people we choose to do this next journey with. We couldn't think of better people or we couldn't think of more people that are full of destiny. Who are like It's outstanding the amount of talent that is in our church. Yes, there is talent that the world recognizes and gives its accolades to. And so do Mark and I. But there is also untapped talent of destiny in God's, in God's eyes that is in this house too. And the two make the most beautiful coming together. We are poised for this next season. We are secure, we are strong, we are functioning and we are formed. And we are ready when the Father releases us to be propelled into the next season. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.